Great having you back on the All Purpose Pod for an All Purpose Life, wherever you are and however you are listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and of course, the Twitter. Thank you for downloading, liking, sharing, and subscribing to our podcast. We're growing. We're getting bigger. A lot more is happening. Some exciting things on tap for us in 2024. You guys are a big part of it. So we wanted to say thank you in advance for all your support and for riding with us. Myself and the guys are having an incredible journey. You guys are a really big part of it. So we want to say thank you. I want to share a couple of things like we do traditionally every Tuesday and Thursday. We share some inspirational thoughts. Maybe perhaps help out with some mindset, maybe some goal setting, just some life stuff. I know we talk sports on Monday and we have a good, a, re- a very good time doing so. Uh, but, but we're about sports, but we're about life and family as well. So these episodes on Tuesday and Thursdays are designed to hopefully encourage you, inspire you, and help you win your day. Just uh, a question I want to run by you guys because it's something I think we all think about. I don't know how much we do regarding it or what we do about it, but we definitely think about it. I hear it in our conversations that I have with people publicly in the marketplaces and in my personal life, in my circle. You ever thought about why all your hard work often ends with nothing to show for it? You ever thought about why all your hard work in a specific area often ends with nothing to show for it? A lot of times we blame the devil. A lot of times we blame our family members, our friendship circles. Sometimes we even blame ourselves. Why does all our hard work amount to nothing sometimes? Have you ever put your heart into relationships of any sort, not just romantic, but even non-romantic relationships? Can you put your heart into relationships and they never end like you planned or how you hoped? I might have a little bit of help for you. Hopefully this episode is going to be beneficial to you today. You might want to take a deep breath first. Just fair warning. There's a passage of scripture I want to start us off with because I believe that it's the beginning and the end of the conversation. So I'm hoping that it's a blessing to you. If you're not biblically inclined, hang with me. It's going to make sense before we're done today promise you that much. It's in the book of Haggai, H-A-G-G-A-I, chapter one, verse six. I've been using this passage in my own personal study, <coughs> excuse me, and also just in some episodes that we've had recently, but it reads this, you have so much and bring in little. You eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes in it. That sounds like a pretty futile existence. To sow a lot, to put a lot of energy and effort into something, come out with nothing to show for it. Eating, but you're never, ever satisfied. Almost like spiritual Chinese food, I guess you could say. You drink, but you're never filled with drink. You're always still thirsty. Sound like a hard life already. You clothe yourself, but you're not ever getting warm. You struggle to get warm, no matter how many clothes you got on. You earn wages, you got side hustles and second and third jobs, and you still seem to be coming up short. You're still trying to keep your head above water. You put 
all your wages in a bag with holes in it. What's the value of doing that, right? Taking all that you've done, all the effort, all the energy, all the resources and the focus and put it into a bag with holes in it. I think that's one of the deepest scriptures that I think I've ever read. I put it on a stand on that. It's at least top three. It's also one of the most frightening to think about. Why is there a bag with holes in it? Why are we using that? Why are we taking all of our resources and our energies and efforts and focus and putting it into a bag with holes in it? Do we know the bag has holes? Are we aware of that? Or do we just, or have we just ignored the fact that the bag has holes in it and we're putting in our best into this bag? I could talk about commerce and business. I could talk about relationships. I could even talk about ministry and family life. The concept is universal in this case. What we put in, we want to see value come out. If we're planting something, we want to see what? A harvest, right? Who wants to plan for nine months and get three months of nothing at the end of the year? Nobody in their right mind wants to do that, right? Why would you have a bag that you know has holes in it? And if you didn't know, why don't you know that the bag you've been using, you've been utilizing, you've been stressing, you've been relying on has holes in it? Why are you not aware of that? How'd you miss that? Are you that busy that you don't realize that all of your best efforts are just seeping out of a bag with holes in it? What if a millionaire builds a super skyscraper? Just as an example, what if a millionaire builds a super skyscraper? Now, the first time it's ever happened, it's not far-fetched. But the millionaire builds a super skyscraper that houses... 60 floors, 60 stories, and it has room on each story for seven businesses or organizations per story, potentially paying rent every month to this millionaire developer, right? Now, the potential landlord can look forward to being paid every month, if you're doing the math here, by 420 different companies. Hopefully you get that. The Super Skyscraper has 60 stories. Seven businesses or organizations on each of those 60 stories. That's 420 different companies paying rent. You can use your imagination on the math, but that's a pretty nice situation for one building. It could even be, I would think it's even going to be generationally profitable. You're getting paid every month by 420 different companies every month. But what if the development of this incredible structure is 15 years post-build? That means 15 years has passed. Money's been gained through these companies via rent for 15 years. The company's thriving in a ritzy, upscale environment. Everybody's getting paid and getting paid well. The companies in the building have a nice situation and environment. They're getting a lot of new customers in. They're growing. They're profiting. The media developers getting paid hand over fist by 420 different companies every single month. The epitome of not only a solid business structure, but also sustainable uh, money coming in. But there's a problem. 
the problems with the foundation of the building. I taught on this several months back about the the Miami Surfside condominium disaster. They called it a collapse, but it was a disaster. It was a collapse too, but it was definitely an unmitigated disaster for several different reasons. One of the biggest reasons is that years before this disaster happened, before the collapse actually took place, people were in boardrooms having arguments over how they were going to solve a problem that hadn't happened yet. And it took them years to even come to some kind of conclusions. And still, I don't know what they determined, what they figured out, what they agree on, what they didn't agree on. But still, it was a disaster that took several lives. They knew about it beforehand. They were in boardrooms arguing about it, but never solved the problem. It was never addressed. They kept putting their resources into that bag with holes in it. The problem was the foundation of the building in this scenario. As the owner in the building, and as the owner and the builder of this super skyscraper, you have options. You shut it down and fix a very expensive, time-consuming problem. Or do you do what some have done in other situations similar to that? Like what I just mentioned about the Surfside condominium disaster. Pretend there's nothing urgent going on and keep on doing business as usual. We'll mitigate any loss of life if it comes to that. Essentially, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I'm thankful we're not taking that approach with actual bridges. At least I hope we aren't. But why are we talking about skyscrapers? Yeah, we're kind of not. We're talking about building something, a dream, a plan, a life. So big. So high. With too many resources, financial and human resources, actual human resources invested that if we if and when we discover a serious issue, are we too bound to address it? Are we too deep and too far along to address the issue? Or are you willing? Even though you built a big dream, a big life, a big goal, are you willing to stop producing? Just for a short time. And fix the problem. Even if it means, God forbid, even if it means you have to start from scratch. I don't know how you'd answer that question. I'd love to hear your answers on our social media platforms. I don't know how you'd answer that. But that's one of the deepest questions that I ever had to ask myself or was asked of me. Suppose I build something so big, such a big enterprise, such a big venture. But I realized that there's a problem at the bottom. A foundational issue that if I don't solve it, everything I'm building is coming down. A lot of folks would never, ever consider to put a halt on consuming, a halt on production. To solve a problem that should have been fixed and resolved from the very beginning before you started building 60 stories high. This is not about skyscrapers, ladies and gentlemen. This is about living a life, walking around with bags, with holes in it. Scary thought, because if your foundation is shaky, the highest, the tallest, the largest, the biggest, the broadest, it will fail with great cost. 
It could even be a great cost to someone's life. It could be a great cost to the financial portfolio of your life. It can be a great loss to a city or a community that needs what you bring to the table. Everything comes to a grinding halt because the foundation wasn't dealt with in the beginning. I want to encourage you guys today, if if I'm allowed to today, survey the landscape of your life. Look at the bag that you're holding, that you treasure, that you care about, that you're putting your very best into. Look at the bag that you're storing all of the stuff that you have in store, that you desire to see turn into something, the things that you trust, the things that you cherish. Look at the bag. Is the bag worthy of carrying all of your best? Is the bag worthy of carrying what you treasure most in life? Is the bag worthy of carrying around everything that matters? Or is it a bag with holes in it? I caution you to think about that today because at the end of the day, you may never build a skyscraper. You may never build a high rise. But you're going to build a big dream. You're going to build a big life, a big goal. Is the bag full of just you and your goals, your desires, what you want selfishly? Or is it just about other people? Is it about other lives? If it is, and I say if, if it is, it's time for you to check the bag. Make sure it doesn't have holes in it. Why do all the effort, make all the effort? Why do all the work? Why the determined focus and be for nothing? Make sure you don't have holes in your bag. Check the bag. And if you checked it, check it again. Make sure it's worth all the effort you're putting into this. I hope this made sense to you. I hope this is encouraging. I'd be happy to talk to you about it offline if you want to continue the conversation. Our social media platforms are available for that. But beside that, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for listening to us, supporting me. And thank you, of of course, and most definitely, thank you for checking your bag. It's that important. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Coach out.